Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Jacob from Fitness Together out of Cottonwood Heights, Utah. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Thank you. I'm doing great, Brooke. Super excited to have you here today and to learn more about what you have going on over at Fitness Together. But before we kind of dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on in your facility, give us a little bit of background. What was it that led to you, you know, going and opening up this fitness business? I had some uh, personal um, success on my own. I uh, what I did is I, I was training for athletic performance starting in high school at age 15 through college sports. Um, had a real nice transformation. I had a lot of people that kind of gravitated towards me. Oh, what did you do? How did you do that? Um, thought this is kind of fun. I enjoyed doing this. I pursued that as a college degree and uh, came across this uh, fitness together concept and loved it and decided to go full, full speed ahead. Yeah. Okay. So for fitness together, this is a franchise that like, honestly, I'm not super familiar with and so for our listener here kind of reiterate you know what it is that you guys do give us your elevator pitch so we kind of fully understand the business model so um the you know the the quick five second elevator pitches uh we train clients in private so they look great in public um so we're we're all about the focus on the one-on-one individual customized uh we do private and semi-private training uh we customize a meal plan for each client that comes in um, giving them, you know, actual meal plan they can take to the grocery store with them with a grocery list. Um, and then we also do nutrition consulting. So we really dive in deep into the nutrition side as well as the fitness. Um, so we tr- try to provide the, the full solution to everyone, what everyone's looking for, because a lot of it's in the nutrition side, not just fitness too. Yeah, that's super important. Um, kind of giving the client everything that they need in order to see results and success. Um, because you're right, it is not all just the workouts. It's usually everything else that matters the most, um, what we're putting into our body. Um, and our clients oftentimes, like if we're not providing them with that nutritional advice, that assistance, they wonder why they're not seeing results. So, so mm-hmm. props to you guys for making that really a part of what you do. Um, so talk to us a little bit, you know, uh, it, it's all mostly one-on-one, semi-private kind of training. So how does the membership work? How, you know, do your clients sign up for a portion of sessions? Do they pay for a monthly membership? How does that work? Yeah, so they they typically, they'll come in, we give them an introductory session um, at no cost, a complimentary one. Um, have them come in and try a workout, experience uh, the fitness together um, concept and, and model. Um, we spend about half an hour to 45 minutes with them in a consultation going over specifics and some of the uh, things they've seen success in, in the past. And they just want trying to get back to getting focused on their health again. Um, other times when they've had um, failures and haven't gotten to the results they wanted, they're trying to get over the hump and figure out something new and different. Uh, so we really do a, a detailed consultation. Um, and then uh, we typically then uh, customize a program for them, uh, whether that's monthly program or a package. Most of the time we do packages. Um, where generally they're six and 12 month packages because unfortunately most people's goals that come into us are, aren't a you know, two, three months type of deal. 
uh, maybe that's what they want to commit to doing. And that's what, what we will take a program that will, you know, they'll commit to that because they want to learn, you know, that they can trust us because they've had some failures in the past. And that's fine. But eventually you're going to plant the seed of, okay, it's going to take you six months, it's going to take you a year or whatever it is to get to their goal. Yeah, we call that kind of like prescription-based memberships, right? Where we're building a custom plan specific for their goals. So if they're looking to lose 15 pounds, we figure out, okay, with our programming, it's going to take you 28 weeks to get there. So let's give you, you know, a 28-week program plus a few weeks of maintenance in there to kind of get it secured and down. Now, do they, do your clients typically pay for these packages up front or do you kind of turn it into like a monthly um, subscription for them? Uh, we offer both. We do offer a discount if they want to pay for the package in, in full. Um, that's where they can save per session. Um, if they decide they want to do it on a monthly basis, that's fine. We set it up with a, a credit card or a, a checking a savings account and then and bill them on a monthly basis. It's good to have that option there, you know, for clients that are at different places in their journey. And it makes it something too, that it is more affordable for any normal person. If we can offer, you know, payments and and things like that, because typically personal training is something that a lot of people just automatically think is out of their budget. Um, So uh, I really like that. Now kind of want to talk a little bit about the trainers the trainers that you have, are they like working for you? Are they employees or are they like independent contractors that, that kind of rent space in the facility? Um, no, so they, they're kind of between what you said. They're, they're independent contractors, but they do work for me. Um, so basically they're able to come and go as they please. We set them up for their shifts uh, per week, depending on what they can cover, uh, what their desires are to cover and then switch around as needed. Uh, but they I do pay them as a 1099. And so, um, so they're not renting out space. They are working uh, for us, um, but we set them up as a, as a 1099 just so that they can come and go as they please. Awesome. Um, and, and so with that, you know, you've got yourself, you've got four other trainers. So how many clients are the five of you kind of catering to at this time? Uh, right now we have between 60 and 65 clients. Okay. And is that like a spot where, where you feel pretty comfortable or are you guys in a position to continue to grow and help more people? Yeah, we could, I mean, we could take as much as probably 10 or 15 more clients um, before we start having more difficulty with getting people into the time slots they're looking for. Uh, once we get to about 75 or so, we start to run into that a little bit. Um, we'll take up as much as, I mean, some of the fitness together studios nationally have around hundred, hundred members. Um, and that's not uncommon to have, um, but it just depends on how big your facility is too. Yeah. So you said that it's like set up in like private studios. So like how many of the studios do you have in the facility itself? Uh, so we have two private uh, suites that are fully equipped with the weight, weight equipment. And, okay, and then, so and then we, we also have a cardio area in the front where we do elliptical bike treadmill. So you could hypothetically handle like two sets of clients at a time. Does yeah, we can, right? because we do the semi-private training where we'll train up to four clients with one trainer, kind of our max is really, we could have a double session in one room and four in a small group and in, in the other room. And so that'd be, we can handle up to six members at once, which we had near that this morning. So yeah, busy, busy. So <laughs> that growth process, you know, how have you guys, what has worked for you guys to find your clients so far? Cause I feel like 
for 80% of people that I talk to, the hardest part for them is like finding the clients, like obtaining them. Like, how do I go out and how do I find new clients? So for you guys, what has that process looked like? Um, so we, we found the most successful when we do it in three or four different ways. So I've got a great location here as a retail brick and mortar here, right off of uh, one of our busy area parts of this uh, metropolitan area in Salt Lake is a is the uh, uh, Fort Union Boulevard. I'm right on the first studio right off the road. So it's a really good drive by traffic. Um, we do some marketing through um, a member that the franchise has found that does some of the you know, text messages and the um, email, you know, like weekly contacts with people where they just come up with different various reasons to reach out with, you know, tidbits of information that are helpful. Um, and the, you know, obviously there's a lot to talk about nutrition and fitness. And so there's never ending stuff we can give people. Um, and then, um, and then we have a lot of referrals since I've been in business for 15 years, I have a lot of referrals from clients that are starting to get second generation where I'm getting daughters and sons coming in after the mom or dad was in here originally. And so then they're referring us after they worked with us. And so those are probably the three biggest ways I'd say, um, that we get, we get our clients. Yeah. You mentioned kind of like the marketing piece, like you work with somebody to help you kind of do that. Um, how did you come to that decision that you should find somebody to help you with that area of your business? So I have um, my my active and inactive client base, uh, which my, my current and former clients, um, they have the tendency your in-house list is typically your best list to, um, to work off of that or most likely to come back and work with you again. Um, and knowing that, which I learned that years ago, um, this particular marketing company specializes in that. So they reach out to, um, you know, leads that come in that decided, okay, this wasn't the right time to join or, you know, it doesn't make sense for me this time. Previous clients that have been with us, um, you know, a few years ago, and then they just, whatever reason, quit for a while, um, they're ready to get reactivated. Um, and so I decided to go through that because I have about somewhere between 750 and 800 um, act, or active and inactive clients um, that I can reach out to on a regular basis. And it's works wonders. It's been tremendous. Yeah. Those kind of, we call those like pipeline type mm -hmm. leads, right? Where people yes. have them in our pipeline. Maybe they were once interested, we didn't close them, or maybe the timing wasn't right. And we can kind of like stay involved in their life via email, uh -huh. via text. And then like when the time is right, and sometimes we find that the time is usually right for people like 10 p.m. scrolling on Facebook, scrolling on Instagram. They see something about us and they're like, oh, you know, I'm feeling kind of bad about myself right now. Let me inquire. And then we get them. So Yeah, I would, I would say, Brooke, even more than that is uh, you're talking about the pipeline in that scenario, but even more like previous clients. I've mm -hmm. got uh, I get a better closing percentage of previous clients because they 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 purchased personal training from us for, for a reason at some point. Right. And I know that we've tried to service them the best we can and provide as good a quality as we could um, throughout the time they were with us. And usually they remember that too. And so then, so even, you know, reaching out to them again, even shooting a random text or email to them if you're thinking about them. And yeah. that, that goes a long way too. It definitely does. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. We haven't, I haven't really chatted about this on the podcast in a while, just kind of like, that process of like reaching out to our pipeline, reaching out to our previous clients, our previous referrals, just keeping all of those people hot 
um, is it's so vital, you know, when we're looking at the growth of, of the business itself. Um, but okay. We've talked about some things that you're doing that have gone really well, but I think there's just as much value in us kind of talking about the bottlenecks, the challenges. So Jacob, what would you consider to be the biggest business related bottleneck that you guys are facing and how, like, what are you doing to work on overcoming that over to overcome that? Well, I mean, it definitely was two and a half years ago, as it probably was for you as well. And that's about when you took over your, your scenario. Um, but that's that's what I'd say is it just it was really weird and odd that they're saying, OK, you got to shut down. You're not an essential business. And then and then down the street, even though Utah's a very dry state, they were saying oh, the liquor store is an essential business. And I'm like, what? <laughs> a fitness center is not a essential business, but the liquor store is. And I'm like, and so I had to kind of get through that. And I thought, OK, how can I be creative to be able to keep going? At knowing that once you get out of the habit and fitness, um, it's hard to get restarted again. And so knowing, okay, I need to get, find a way to get through this time when all the you know panic is happening, I guess. And so I came across uh, the, the virtual, which was also pitched by the franchise, the virtual option on Zoom that we're on right now, um, as well as um, on and the uh, um, taking the, I have a large parking lot in my complex here in my brick and mortar that allows me to go outside and social distance and, and okay. keep away from people. And it was in March and April in Utah, it's pretty mild here. So it was pretty well, you know, fairly warm in March and April, especially as the day, day went on. So. Yeah, no, uh, well, obviously the pandemic, that was a pretty big bottleneck for every single one of us, even down here in Florida, where we didn't have a ton of restrictions. We still dealt with a lot of after effects from that when it comes to like people's comfortability in fitness post pandemic right it's a completely different kind of thing you know before the pandemic we would have like 30 people in a class and now it's like okay like our ceiling is probably around 16 to 20 because people are just like a little freaked out um and and, and you guys adapted you know via zoom via outdoors um, and so, you know, you were able to kind of overcome that. Do you feel like you're still dealing with any of the side effects from the COVID situation? No, I, I had two big rushes in 2021 between about March and June uh, when things kind of settled down after that first year or so. And then again, um, most of this year, pretty much probably late February through now, I've just had more and more people come and they, a, lot, a lot of people just kind of didn't do much for two years. And so they were putting on the weight and they're like, okay, I need to take this back off. I need to get in better habits. I need to start living my life again. Um, yeah. So so I have, I've stayed very busy. And you know, like I said, we try to focus on the quality side and staying in touch with everyone. And people see that. And so, you know, get a very specialized caring service is hard to find. So, mm -hmm. so you know, we kind of talked about the challenges there briefly, but like now I want to talk about like what, you would consider to be, you know, your goal situation. So I have a magic wand, you know, I'm in central Florida. So I put a little bit of Disney magic in that and I hand it over to you, all your dreams, all your goals for your fitness together location out in Utah came true. What would that picture look like for you? Um, I would say a little bit more where I'm able to step back out of the business a little bit and not be as hands-on. I'm doing a lot, a lot of training myself, which is Good, um, and I do want to do a certain amount because I love to train as well. Um, but uh, be able to have a good, you know, consistent manager that's able to help out, um, and and I do have one now. But um, maybe even step up more as we scale to maybe grab another 10, 15 clients, active clients. I'd, I'd love to have, 
uh, but also have a little more free time to go go down to uh, Central Florida and go visit. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to make sure that <laughs> they, their business gets to a good spot so they can come down to Florida. Um, <laughs> we'll do, right? And that's what I did. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, good goals. Now, what has to happen within the business currently to allow you to step back a little bit and work more on the growth of the business rather than in the day-to-day of the business? Um, I think having another key person that's about as available as I am, I think is a key. I have, I have a couple that are pretty close to that, but um, they've got some other you know things going with you know small children and things like that. Um, and um, I'd say that you know getting a, a really good, um, reliable person to, to do that. So have to find somebody who kind of is as a, available as you and as willing to kind of sacrifice things as you are. Um, and that's always hard as a business owner, right? Nobody can do it quite like us. Um, yeah. but it's just, will you have to be willing to kind of take a chance on somebody. And so I have faith that, you know, you will find that person soon. Um, what's a word of advice that you would give somebody who was pretty new to the industry of being a gym owner? I would say focus on your, um, trained classes and your trained sessions. Um, don't focus on the money coming in the bank because I think that's the number one thing I've done the last probably 10 years. I've done pretty well at that is focusing on not, okay, how much cash are I got in my bank coming through, but focus on, are we getting these clients in for the sessions they committed to doing? Um, because that's ultimately brings the results, which then brings renewals, which then brings happy members that refer others. Yeah. I think if we focus on like the systems and everything, like kind of on that back end, like the money will provide, um, yeah. don't yeah. be obsessed with the bank account. As long as you're doing the right things in your business yeah. and you're growing, the bank account is also going to grow. Yeah. Um, you know, our bank account just isn't going to grow without us <laughs> doing anything. Right. Right. Um, so we have to continuously make changes to our business, try new things, get the business in a good position. And the rest will happen after that. Where can our listeners go if they're interested in finding out more about what you have to offer at Fitness Together in Cottonwood, Utah? Um, so you can go to um, ftcottonwoodheights.com. Um and so uh, that's the website also fitnesstogether.com backslash Cottonwood Heights is another way to find us. So awesome. That tells you a lot about what we do. Awesome. Easy enough for us to find. Thank you, Jacob, for being here today. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, guys, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, please hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description. Our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview.
What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Cody Roberts with Crave Fitness and Studio out of Texas. Cody, what is going on? How are you today? Happy Wednesday. Hey, I am doing great. Uh, Glad to be on your show. I'm excited to talk to you today and see what we talk about. Yeah, yeah. We're excited to have you on. Appreciate you being here. And, uh, you know, I think we're about ready to dive into the nitty gritty here of what you have going on with Crave Fitness Studio. And let's start with the basics. You know, Cody, tell us, how many clients are you serving currently? Currently, I've got, um, I think, about almost 90 clients. Okay. And we, uh, I don't really even know where I'm going to stop <laughs> with that. Yeah. But, okay, uh, that's a good thing. <laughs> and we're an all-women's gym, too. Okay. I love yeah. that. I appreciate you sharing that with us too. And I, I, I'm glad that you specified the demographic here so not people understand kind of what we're walking into here. Mm-hmm. And so I like to ask this question, especially since you're woman specific, mm-hmm. you know, what's been the best method to get women interested and through the door to work with you? Um, just basically creating a space that they're safe, creating a space that they're comfortable, that they're allowed to be vulnerable and just and pushing empowerment. And that's what every woman wants. They want to be strong and sexy and beautiful. And they can find that here because we really yeah. work on the programming can be specific to a woman's body and it's sculpting. And yeah. so that's what we do. I love that. I love that. It's such a great, I think that's a great perspective because I think a lot of women lack, you know, especially in this case, there's a lot of gym intimidation, right? And there's a lack of that comfort in, in just any regular, regular gym. And um, I know that from experience growing up with my mom and my sister and they, and they've seen it firsthand, you know, I've seen it firsthand. And so um, I also curious about this too here, which is, you know, I know you said you don't know where you want to stop, but let's say hypothetically leads, traffic clients, all these things were hypothetically unlimited. I mean, how much higher could you go? Oh, I could build several more of these. Why not? You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's whatever it's, it's basically to me. And I mean, I know there's something to be said for making obviously a business plan for yourself, you know, as, as someone who's self-employed or whatever, but this is such a, you know, when, when someone's in their Dharma, when they're doing what they're supposed to do in their life, yeah. it's such just yeah, a perfectly organic thing that's happening here that I'm letting it tell me what's next instead of the other way around. And that's one thing that's so important about how I'm able to completely uh, retain clients because it's that connection uh, and that intuitiveness that you can have with your client that just listening to what the community's needs are instead of telling them what it is they're getting. And I think it's such a different way to run business. It's just working. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great, I love that you shared that with us because I think a lot of people don't recognize, you know, that one, you started this business because you love what you do, but a lot of people lose sight of it in the process because they're so focused on profit. But the fact is you haven't lost sight of why you started. And then you're in the business of helping people. If you are in anything with the right intention, you will get amazing results. If you're in anything with the right intention and that's the whole, whole way it is. And that's what I teach them all the way down the line, even to carry on into their personal lives with your food, with the way that you um, choose to do your workouts, how hard you push, you know, just 
just the integrity as a person, you know, if you do it with the right intention, your money will follow your blessings will follow. And that's just the way it is. And so I just try to stay really true to the fact that I'm here to help people because I think that our purpose here is to serve others. And then I'm telling you what, it just happens. It's making money. It's working. It's not because I'm not focused on the wrong thing. You know what I mean? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm kind of curious, you know, I I know you said you're at that 90 mark here with the members Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I know, I know that's from just experience. I mean, anything over 50 members is a lot, right? Yeah. And so how are you able to manage and track how long someone's been with you, you know, where they are in their journey? I mean, how are you able to understand those metrics? Well, um, there's several different methods that I use. I'm sure that there's probably cleaner or tighter ways to do it, but this is just what's worked for me. I have a personal relationship with every person here. If I'm not texting, I'm Facebook messaging or I'm calling or I'm saying, hey, how are you doing? I know who they're married to. I know what their kids' names are. I know what their story was. I also have, you know, when I first meet someone, obviously a kind of an intake form and I I have, it's pretty long. I have them take it home and fill it out and it asks really pointed questions, not just about their goals, but where they are and what they think have held them back in the past. So I can get a better idea. Obviously the normal stuff, like how much are you sleeping? What, what are you eating water? All yeah. that. And what are your goals? But then I give them, you know, homework. I'm constantly, constantly reaching out to the client, you know, as a gym owner, sometimes you can get detached from your people and they feel it and it's going to start to suffer. So I've recently just came up with, and I only have one employee. It's me and one other lady that do this. Wow. And I just came up with this next thing that I'm going to send out because we shifted gears too. I was the main instructor and she was doing all the administrative stuff and the reception and everything else. And it just wasn't working that way. So we switched and now she does all the instruct, all the instructing on the floor. And except for my evening class, I'll do that one. And then I do, I run my business now and it's just become more lucrative like that because we're in the right roles and Mm, um, we're really playing to our strengths. So one of the things that I found happened when I did that was I was afraid to obviously, honestly, let go of control. That was the truth. And secondly, uh, because I was like, oh, nobody can do it as good as me, right? It's my baby. And so I was protecting, but I was also in my own way like that. And so I just recently implemented another form that I'm giving out to all my clients so that they can touch in. I want them to give themselves a self-evaluation. It's like you do with an employee so that they can be honest. Kind of like when you ask a kid, what do you think your punishment should be? (laughs) You know, they usually Mm -hmm. give themselves one that's a lot worse than you would. And so I want to hear from my clients, what is it that you're doing that you could do better? And so I made a document and I'm I'm mandatorily making this be filled out across the board so that we can get in better touch with what it is that they're needing. And again, back to the main focus of just letting it run itself, giving the community what they need. And then I adapt around that. Yeah. I love it. I love that. And, uh, I want to ask a little bit of a longer winded question here, but a good question in itself, you know, what we've been discussing the entire podcast and what we use most prominently in the fitness and gym world is uh, technically three pillars of business, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to be one, your lead generation, right? Which is just your marketing Two, your acquisition, which is your sales and three, your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. Mm-hmm. So of those three, Cody, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Uh, obviously my sales, 
<laughs> I, I, I think that's just been, um, and I'll just, you know, speak to anyone who might be in this position. It's not that I don't believe in the product. Sometimes I think it's because I don't believe in myself. And it's been a lot of self-limiting beliefs that I've had to bust through and my relationship with money and how I feel about that and what my deserving of that is. And so it's so kind of great to be under the microscope whenever I see that I'm procrastinating calling a lead or something like that. And I'm like, why am I doing that? Because I'm afraid someone might say no. Is that the end of the world? You know, no, I have to be persistent, but I also don't want to try to shove something down someone's throat that they don't want. But at the same time, they reached out for a reason. So I, I'm personally battling that whole thing right now um, because sometimes we're not always met with the nicest <laughs> responses, you know, and that's just because, and then I say to myself, I have it kind of as my mantra, just meet people where they are. You can't force every person to be where it is that you expect them to be. And so maybe I'll run into one lady who's on a, just a different journey right now. And then maybe she'll come back around later, you know, so I have to just, that sales would be the answer to that. I have no problem yeah. sell upselling later, keeping them here longer. You know, it's, it's really just, and the marketing's great. I've really branded the place well, because I understand what my vision is. Cause I wrote that. I think, I think that's important to write what your vision is and then stick to it when you're making a decision time and time again That's so important that is so important I, I appreciate you sharing that with the viewers and i appreciate the honesty and transparency because i think this is exactly what we need to hear and what the viewers need to hear when they're getting into this and when they're diving into business because i think it's the most important thing right? i think when you can be real and authentic and they can be like wow like well i struggle with that as well that's what I really ask all of my clients to be, because this is a place that we have to break down to build up. And if I can't be that for them, then they can't connect and they can't be authentic. And so one of the things that I mean, just my perception, I mean, as a woman gym owner, we're in a boys club and because it's just a male dominated industry for the most part. And um, one thing that, uh, that I really, really think is important to just kind of keep that connection is to always be in a place where you're just honest and you're real. I share my story. It's very intimidating as a woman, a client or a gym owner to hear. It's hard to get a hold of how do you say like to get through, connect with a gym owner. They're pretty tough people. You know, yeah. they don't take any crap for the most part. And so yeah. when they can show a side of vulnerability, but still, gain you know keep the respect that is key yeah i'm not gonna get over but i will tell you i've been there before i'm not gonna let you lessen your reps and show me not that you're not working but i will show you that i've struggled as well and i'm, I'm gonna help you in that that place i love that i love that cody and i got two more questions for you i'm really curious to hear your answers on these okay two, two favorite questions two favorite questions you know what's the bigger picture for you and crave you know in the next five ten years I'm still working on that answer. <laughs> I'm actually working okay. on that yeah. right now. Um, I've thought about maybe opening up a second or maybe I don't, I honestly, I, I wish I had that answer for you. I'm still searching to see what that looks like because I didn't open Crave on purpose. It was an accident. <laughs> Wow, I was really? working full time doing something else. And then I just wanted an accountability partner. I'm not kidding to work out with. I had a group of ladies I was working out with and they all kind of fizzled out. And then um, I'd fallen in love with kettlebell training. And so 
I was, yeah, I went and got certified in kettlebell training. I didn't even know what I was going to use it for. And then I, um, I went to a, this little dance studio here in town where they do yeah. ballerina dancing, like tiny little girl oh, really? in tutus. Oh, really? And the lady who owned it was like, you can, you can use this space to teach a kettlebell class if you want. And all I'll charge you for rent is to clean it once a week. And so I literally went in there and started teaching kettlebell class. And I had so many people after a while that we were just kettlebells and little girls with tutus everywhere. It was a mess. I had to get a new place. <laughs> and then uh, I ended up moving to my location now. And there's a, it's a 4,000 square foot warehouse, but um, the front part is closed off and air conditioned. And that was the part they rented out to me. I think it was maybe $200 a month. Unbelievable. And I move my ladies over here and then it grows double the size. And I was like, what do I do? So then they had a CrossFit in the back and the guy said, do you want to buy this? And I was like, absolutely I do. And so now I own a gym. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's a heck of a story. I mean, that's, I, I love it. I love it. I mean, I, I, there is no way, I mean, you could make that up. <laughs> I mean, no. so, well, I mean, a, amazing answer, a mic drop of an answer there. And I got one more question for you. Uh, my favorite question which is, you know, if you could go back in time here, Cody, to when you first started the gym, sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started. What would that advice be for you? One piece. Hmm. Man. Stop trying to control everything and find people that can help you and play to their strengths. Um, you're, you're one person, you can't do everything. And you'll, you'll exhaust yourself if you do. It was extremely stressful when I put that pressure on myself. Um, when I said, oh, oh my gosh, I own a gym now. Now I have to have this level of expectation that I gave myself and I work day and night. And, and another thing is like kind of just a side to that would be take some time off. Just take a day. I don't work on Sunday. Just don't. I don't answer the phone. Because you know you can always do something to improve your business. You can always be answering people's questions. Oh, and get two cell phones, one for you and one for the gym. <laughs> That's some good advice. Exactly. <laughs> I learned I that it. the hard way. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Cody, that's a great answer. Oh, my goodness. You have to be connected, but you don't have to, to give them your personal life. Because yeah. that's yours. Exactly. Or else, because you're always pouring out and you'll never get poured into like that. And then you're draining. and you're not giving anybody anything that's good. And it goes against everything you're trying to do to help build people up. So yeah, I guess if that was one answer, <laughs> then that's the answer. No, that was a mic drop of an answer. I'll tell you that, Cody. It's a good place <laughs> to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, I mean, please, if you have any social media, Facebook website, please let the people know where can they find out more about you and the facility. Oh yeah, CraveFitStudio.com is the website. We've got a TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all that. Um, yeah, I have a uh, one lady that does the instructing, also does my social networking, and she's amazing. So yeah. I love it. I love it. Absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't Thanks. mind sticking around for two more seconds, I just want to let me know how you can get the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I'm just gonna go high, go ahead and sign everybody else out over here. Okay. Thank awesome. you. Yeah, no problem. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and
join us to talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lortz out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us, we have Mr. Micah Terrell of Hot Box Boxing coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland. Micah, what's going on, man? How are you today? Hey, hi. hey how you doing, guys? I'm doing, uh, doing pretty well. got my hands full, as you can we see. We got uh, full hands, kids joining us on the podcast today. It is the life of an entrepreneur for sure. Obviously, Hotbox is the reason that we're here for a conversation today, Micah, and, and we'll pick your brain on that. But for some context here onto what we're actually here to talk about, what is Hotbox? How do you describe what this is to other people? It's funny you ask that because we were actually just going over trying to figure out our mission statement, like our like our identity, which basically, you know, the identity to our, both of our gyms. I mean, overall, I guess I am the face, you know, fighting professionally and, and my passion is just bringing, you know, what I've learned and what I do for a living into my gym and incorporate it into health. Right. So basically the hot box is uh, family friendly, um, family oriented um, mixed martial arts gym in Millersville and then also group fitness based. So uh, we have a lot of, um, you know, kids classes, striking, anti-bullying, um, striking classes, wrestling, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, adult striking, boxing, Muay Thai, and then group fitness, which is a fight fit. Um, and then we also run like an open gym. So my Naples location is more or less like a mini Gold's gym is how I like to describe it. You know, we have a full weight room. We have group fitness rooms. We have full showers. We have turf throughout the whole thing and pretty much, you know, anything and everything for the family, you know, from age three all the way up till you can't move. Yeah. Plenty for everybody. And so kind of two sides or, or multiple aspects of this first and foremost, the MMA sport component of it. And secondly, people to use this kind of as a fitness outlet, right? A different way to stay in shape and, and look and move better. Throughout life. Take us back a little bit to, to when this started. What was the, the for you? Yeah. What was going on and, and what was the original intention behind starting this? The, so the original back then, the original thing was, I mean, I, when I was working out at another gym, you know, as we, we spoke briefly, you know, I just knew there was more for me, you know, God had more for me. Like I, I, I was busting my, my tail day in and day out. 
but I could barely put food on the table for my family. And, you know, and, and I always had me and the wife, we've always had a goal of, you know, owning and running our gym because she's big into fitness. I'm big into fitness. I'm big into fighting. You know, I fight professionally, been doing it for, you know, I've been fighting for 16 years. Um, and it just, the thought was, Hey, I, I can take off. I, I know, I know what following I have. I know what, um, what, you know, what I do, I know what I bring to the table and I know what, like everything I do is contagious, my energy. And that's what basically everything um, is derivative off of that. Right. Um, so it, it all started with, with that. And then I just made, took a leap of faith and said, Honey, I said, baby, I said, I gotta, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Um, we're going to do it. You have to. And so I don't, I don't see anything else, you know, and, and I had no idea how to run a business. I still don't, you know, I mean, I do, but I, I do, but I don't. You're not alone in that boat. Um, yeah, that's that's the reason we're here, right? Most yeah, of our listeners tune I love, in I love to, to learn more about running a business, man. And and so let's kind of big picture this first, and then we'll zoom in and, and reverse engineer step by step. We're a, a group training facility and focusing on the MMA component of this. We've got two locations now. Right. Give me the the long term goal here, and then we'll kind of reverse and engineer and work backwards from there. <laughs> Oh, she just slammed. Oh, I'm texting my guy to come get my daughter for me. You know, uh, <laughs> she just slammed her hand in the drawer. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. It's all good. Because uh, we can cut. Yeah, Micah, let's do this, man. Let's let's cut here. here. We'll he's, get, he, he's getting. He's getting. She just slammed her hand. She, she's so tired. I, we'll be done soon. We'll be good. All right. Sorry. All right. Go ahead. So, uh, big picture of this thing for me. We've got two big. locations already. Where do you the, see this going in, in the next handful of years? And then we can work backwards to figure out what needs to happen today. So, where where I see it, like as far as like like my overall view and picture is have multiple locations and me to be semi to fully retired by age forty five. And by saying that semi fully retired is like, I feel like I'm retired every day minus the hardcore training that I do for my own intensive purposes, like for fighting and stuff. I mean, hell, I get to come and work out at a fucking gym every day. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I just it, show it's, up it's and sweat if I need to, you, like, it's not you, so bad. You know, so it's not, so I get to where I wake up, I wear what I want. You know, I, I just wear casual stuff all day. Like, like not everybody can say they do that for a living. No. Um, and it, it's, the, the, I just, that's the picture. Like we want to have passive income at each one of these locations. So, you know, we're still working on doing our thing. We're still progressing, but what you don't, a lot of people know, I own four different businesses. I got, I have a snow company, a removal company called snow jobs because everybody loves a good snow job. That's my tagline. Um, and uh, so I have, I have that. I also am a, I'm a subcontractor um, for multiple companies, like with the work through insurance and then, I own the gyms. So I'm always constantly hustling, you know, and in my overall, you know, I, I like it to narrow down to where I don't have to do as much. And then we can kind of enjoy life a little bit better without the stresses of all the businesses. You know, I want them to be able to like autonomously run. Like my Millersville location, it, it can pretty much self like run itself with the instructors. I don't have to be there all the time. Yeah. Annapolis, somebody pretty much needs to be here, you know, walk in desk because we have full weight room and, and you know, security purposes and, and so forth. Um, but I just want to be able to travel the world, man. Like, you know, but, but I want to see what I've created. I, I want to be able to have my family live off that for generations and, and just, you know, generational wealth, I guess, per se, for my entire family for, you know, the longevity. 
And so it sounds like we've already experienced some success, even in the, the short window of time that you've been doing this, but additional locations more so in the vein of your second location that don't necessarily require a ton of your time or a ton of your attention. Let's figure out how to make that happen. And, and the majority of the time that results in, at least in its simplistic form, how do we get customers in through the door to start making money in the first place? Yes. You guys marketing, yes. what's been working, especially post pandemic, what's been successful for you? And, and what do you, what else do you have your eye on? as you move forward with this? So, I mean, that's that's a great, great question. Uh, and it's also something we discuss in the meetings. You know, I, I have this one guy who pretty much, you know, he's like, you know, I, he's like an angel sent from above. His name is Chris Brown. He ran a mega gym, like this sport fit gym in Bowie for 20 years. I mean, I mean, that's, you know, tens of thousands of members a month. Like, are you, like that are there. It's not, it's not a couple hundred. I mean, it's thousands and thousands of members at this gym. Um, so he's a family friend. So he came on, you know, when I, when I first bought the gym, um, the second location and stuff, it, it, it was different, completely different um, infrastructure than what my, you know, it's just, just two totally different things, you know, structure. Yep. Like, and, under the same umbrella, but a different style. Correct. Yeah, I'm, I'm under the, um, umbrella Corporation uh, in the gyms that we have the name Hotbox because it's a franchisable name. It's very franchisable, the Hotbox and our logo. It's very, you know, it's unique and it's just, it's there. And so we have different color gyms. We have the red and green one now. The next one I'm going to open is a yellow and then we're going to open a blue. So that's, you know, how you'll know. But so anyway, um, what worked for us, like, and I had to call him, like, for me, it was just all organic, natural marketing. I just word of mouth. I did, I've never spent a single dollar um, for any kind of marketing, which I know I need to finally, and I'm at that pivotal point where I need to now do it. Like, and, and I just, I want to know what's the best atmosphere, like, um, uh, I'm atmosphere, the best um, way to go about it. Like, do I put money here on Facebook? Do I drop it on Instagram? Like, do we do ads? Do I do mailings? Do I do door to door? I don't, you know, I don't That's know. The real I've never had to do it. Like, because my yeah. word of mouth and who I am and fighting has brought me everything, you know, and especially with my fight coming up, you know, I got $50,000 in ticket sales out. So yeah. it's, I, I'm a household name around here, um, which is a good thing. Um, I, I, think, I, like I think it's important to, have both right there's no one size fits all in our industry getting that word of mouth style lead or that referral every gym owner would take those right we'll take those all day long but trouble being we don't have a ton of control right you've had growth so far but there's probably a plateau or a limit to that at a certain point exactly i think other gym owners and, and everybody's experienced this at one point it's like there's so many options where do I put my money? And for small businesses like this, which if we're being honest, it is still a small business. Like we got to be really strategic about where we put our dollars. We don't have the budget to just blindly throw at problems like this. That's exactly where I'm at. And and we finally now have a budget to where we can put a couple hundred dollars, you know, a month, you know, I'd like to get up to where I could spend thousands if I have it. I just don't, maybe that would behoove me. Maybe that works. You know, I I don't know. Um, but as of now, it's like I'd be reluctant to put five dollars on a Facebook guy because I have no idea how it works. I don't know, you know. The the challenge is old as time in our industry because I mean, if we look at who owns gyms, most of the time it's people like you and I, people that got into the industry because we love training, not because we love running Facebook ads or because we're expert marketers, you know. Correct. It can yeah. be scary. 
Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm on the same page. Take us to the next step here, Micah. When somebody reaches out, regardless of where they come from, if they walk in off the street, if they're a referral, if they followed your career, somebody's interested in training at one of your gyms. What's the sales process typically like? Take me through kind of step-by-step what happens before they sign up. So, so I, 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 I've seen, it's funny you say that because like I've seen what happens at my old gym. I've seen, you know, how they corner when they come in, they lock them in, they get them here, blah, blah, blah. I'm not one of those guys that don't need to, I don't want to force you to do something you don't want to do. But I can tell you, if you came to my gym, you're already one foot in the door. Like you're here for a reason, right? So all I have to do, I don't need to like sell you per se on everything. I just need to sell you on what you want to do, you know, and then we can have all the add-ons and then we can talk about that and then personal training and, and yada, yada, yada. But I mean, when, as far as like the sales pitch, when they come in, it, it, majority of the calls that I get is boxing. Kid, they want to do kids boxing programs or adult boxing programs. Um, and then they realize that we have fitness and they're like, holy crap, walk me through that, talk to them. But I, I'll just sell them. You know, they, they asked me if we had the programs. I said, absolutely. Um, you know, is this for you or is this for um, a child? Is this for, you know, family members? I mean, I just want to find out a little bit of information about where their head's at before I'm like, hey, this is what we have. Then, you know, I walk them through that and they're like, awesome the next question, which you already know, it's going to be one of the first two questions is how much is it a month? You know, what's the price? What's the damage? I don't like to give a number off the phone. I say, why don't you come on in? Let's try a class, see if it's something you even like, then we can talk about price because you know, I say try a couple classes out free because you have to get them in the door. It just is what it is. Um, second, I tell them it's a hundred dollars. Second, I tell them it's $150. They're like, Whoa, like that seems like a lot of money, but until they actually understand the product that we have to realize that the product I'm selling is actually worth four fucking hundred dollars a month. You know what I mean? Like you, but they're getting a deal. Um, so that's, that's just something that I generally do as a, as a person. And and once I get them in, they take a class, they're hooked. Then I can tell Bryce and they're not so scared. Yeah. I want to highlight something that you said there and it's, it results back to, to conviction and our own belief in what we do. If we know that this person is getting, like you said, you threw $400 at it, but you can't put a price on somebody getting in better shape, getting, dropping some weight and feeling better about themselves. Exactly. A new sport. If they're getting far more value than the cost of what they're spending, it's a no brainer. Right. And like you yep. said, if they can get their hands on it and, and test drive it, that's it at that point right yeah yeah ex- exactly i just don't i i don't i used to sell myself short a lot you know just to get people in the door and stuff and deals i mean look you got these i saw this this saying you got these multi-million dollar um owners of companies and stuff that will sell you and you're paying full retail price and all this stuff like they don't know you you don't ever meet them but yet you pay full price but then small business you come in their friends and family you're always asking for a deal and I don't have that backing like they do. It's so it, it, it sucks. Like, you know, it, it, it's, it's good and it's bad. So for me, it's like, I think my price point is really good, but I also want to, you know, I'm going to sell it. I don't sell myself. Like my, my personal training is up there. It's high, but I know I've been doing this 16 years. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, not, it's uh, not like I walk in and you're getting a guy. I, yeah. You're not getting a guy who's, Oh, just, just took a class online and paying like, I'm charging you by my experience. If you want to go somewhere else to a ragtag boxing gym, go. I'll see you in about two weeks when you realize that's not where you're supposed to be. Yeah. You know? That conviction, I mean, you feel it just hearing you talk about it. Now, Micah, I mean, one of the things that 
that gets lost in our industry a lot and it's just kind of left by the wayside and, and if it happens it happens it doesn't it doesn't retention is is crucial in something like this and especially for you trying to be hands-off at a certain point what influences the longevity of people training with your gyms what are you guys doing to make sure people stay for the long haul it's yeah. Customer service, like yeah. it, it, having, having, and that I'm learning that now it's, it's funny you guys say because I'm dealing with that right now. Um, for instance, um, perfect example today. Um, I'm, I told you earlier briefly, I'm home all week with the baby, got the kids, mom's in London. Well, I can't do the early morning classes. Typically I teach at 5.30 a.m. classes. I teach all of them, um, whether like back and forth. Well, I just couldn't be there. And so I had, you know, I had my replacements and my other trainer set in place. Well, the one guy completely botched and was 30 minutes late to a class. I'm getting emails. I'm getting calls. Like that's something that as an owner or even a trainer or anything that you, you don't want, you know what I mean? Cause then you're going to lose somebody who's been dedicated. But if it constantly happens, they're, they're going to go somewhere else. Cause they're going to feel like you don't care. They're going to not think I know how to run a business. They're going to be like, this dude's a joke. So uh, for me, it's just, I'm very, very personable. I, I'm in there, you know, whether I know you, I'm going to act like I've known you for years, you know, and if you know me, I just want to make people feel great uh, and just give them the best product that I have and I can. And I know that if I can do that every single day, that my residual income and value is going to stay high. Now, if I start to slack like this one guy did, you know, and it happens repetitively, like repeatedly, like over and over, well, then you're just, then my product goes down, 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 down. And I, I, my worth isn't up here anymore. Well, then they're going to pay for the month and be like, you know what? Eh, it wasn't that great. Trainers were late. They were on their phones. They, they weren't engaging. They weren't doing this. Like you have to fully engage and engulf everything. And that's what I love what I do. It's not just about creating a program. I can create that shit in my, my head. I, I taught 20,000 plus classes. I teach 20 a week for the last 12 years, you know, doing it. You know, and, and so, you know, it's three to four dead. I, so I can do it on the fly, but I'm also, that's not, they, they don't just come from my, from my class. They come from my personality. They come for, for me. Um, so I, I think the best thing try to have like-minded individuals there when I can't be. I think to, to make an analogy to your fighting career here, like it keeps you on your toes, right? You have to be mm-hmm. on your game at all times. And the second that you're not, you're going to get knocked out, right? The business is going to take yeah. a hit if we're not paying attention to the people, right? It's a, it's a a 24 hour, 365 days a year gig. We can take care of that with systems. It doesn't need to all be you all the time. Right. But these things need to happen in order to keep customers coming back again and again and again. And so Mike, our conversation so far has just been, where do we want to go with this thing? What are we doing today to make sure it happens? What's the timeline in your mind? You mentioned multiple locations. You mentioned looking to be semi-retired. Where, how far away are these things for you? So um, 45 is the number I gave myself and I'm, I'm you know, I'm very goal oriented. Um, everything I listen to in the morning, morning and lunch break, you know, it's just pushing me like, you know, towards my goal. So I, I set a goal. I'm going to achieve it, you know, one way or the other. It may not be the way that I want it might not be the way I'm supposed to, but I'm going to do it. Or maybe it works out perfectly. It is, but I, we, the goal was to have um, three to four locations fully up and running, fully like working like a revolving door, um, which I'll tell you about my business model in a second, which is why 
we're very good with keeping people in. Um, but like by 45, so I mean, I'm 40, I'm 38 right now. Um, so about another five, six years is where, as I see myself of everything being, and I'm talking about like, not to where like, oh my God, wait, can we, can we pay the rent here? Is our bills being paid? I'm talking about everything is done. We're making money off every single location every month. And then, and then that's, that's where I'm going to be. Um, and with my, my business model here. So one of my, uh, my best friends, he, uh, he owns a chiropractic integrated healthcare offices. Wow. He has two offices inside my gyms. Now they get hurt. They go see him. He fixes them. And it's a revolving door. He gets new clients and my guys keep coming in and his clients come in there and they see what we have. And it's just hell. So it's just bang, 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 bang. Um, chiropractic at core nurse practitioners. They got IV injections. They have PT, they have a B12 shot. You name it. They got it. Um, and it's all, you know, a lot of it's holistic. A lot of it's not, you know, it's, it's great. So, um, people, massage therapists, acupuncturists, people love that stuff. Um, yep. it's, and I'm, I'm a believer in it. So the, the one-stop shop instead of, exactly. instead of just being, we're the exactly. fitness component. Now we're fitness, we're recovery, we're nutrition, we're everything. Mm-hmm. I think Every that's really the way our industry is going too, is because people are spending this money somewhere. Believe me, exactly. they're spending it. We may as well keep it under the same roof. Yep. I think that's a really, really important point. Micah, I wish we had more time here because we're running a bit shy. I feel like we just barely scratched the surface, but before we sign out of here and close up today, I want to give you the chance to tell people where they can learn more about Hotbox. What's the best website? What's the best social media? How can people find you guys? So um, the hot, I mean, are we, I feel like we got a pretty good website. Um, it's under like, we're constantly updating and stuff. So you can go to the Hotbox Boxing and Fitness.com. Um, and then you have the uh, Hotbox Boxing and Fitness IGs, which is on Instagram. If you just type in Hotbox, it'll come up either Hotbox Annapolis or just Hotbox Boxing and Fitness. Um, or, you know, you follow the same thing as on Facebook or you follow me, Micah, uh, Micah C. Me Terrell on Instagram or Micah Terrell on Facebook. Um, just check us out there and, uh, you know, just look for us. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Simple and straightforward. Check out the Hotbox crew on one of those platforms. Micah, this has been a bunch of fun, man. I, I appreciate business owners when they're willing to come on and, and share an inside look into what they're doing and how their brain works. We'll have to get you back on later down the road because it sounds like there's plenty of cards left to be oh, played. Oh, man, I got, I got so many things. You got to hear my ideas for the gym with the 5K. So I'm um, I'm dubbing it. It's called the Rocky Run, and I'll end mm-hmm. real quick. But basically, um, it's a 5K, kids, family, friends, but you run the same distance and kind of the same thing that Rocky did in his fights, like, you know, in Philadelphia when he ran up the stairs. So yeah. I'm starting to do, do a bunch of, like, fun runs involved with our gym as conditioning, as, you know, getting people in marketing wise, obviously, but just, you know, just so get everybody healthy and get a community. Cause I want a community effort here. I want a community yeah. gym. I want a family gym. So it's, uh, it's exciting to hear and, and we'll have to keep in touch down the road. Micah, this has been awesome. And I, I can't thank you enough for your time. And, no, and you as well, man. Thank you. I appreciate having me on for, uh, for future episodes. We'll certainly get you back for today. I thank you. Awesome. Man. All right. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you. To everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lord's out. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.